Welcome to the Social Housing Podcast from Voicecape, the only podcast dedicated to helping social landlords build sustainable tenancies. During this series of podcasts, we'll be speaking to leaders from the social housing sector and beyond, hopefully challenging the status quo a little bit, and also stimulating discussion around how technology can be better utilised to help build sustainable tenancies. I'm your host, John Doyle, the Chief Exec and Founder of VoiceGate. The, the two key factors at the moment that we're seeing is skill shortage and the cost of materials. It's all about enabling you to get the most from the team that you've got knowing that you can't just go and hire another five people if five people if five people leave because it's it's a real difficulty and then also making best use of your materials and where are those materials at any one time uh, how do you best manage that process today on the social housing podcast we're speaking with jeremy squire who's the chief executive officer of fast lean smart or fls as they're known now fls designs software for route planning and they've been doing so for about 25 years working extensively in property maintenance for customers like the Royal Mail, Sky and HomeServe. More recently, they entered the UK social housing market and that is the experience that I'm particularly interested in. Welcome to the Social Housing Podcast, Jeremy. It's great to have you on board. Thank you for inviting me. It's good to be here, to be honest. You're very welcome, very welcome. I'm just interested in terms of the solution that FLS are providing to social landlords. Interesting, before we start, we have a bit of a chat. It's not exclusively around building safety compliance. Obviously, it's scheduling for all manner of things around repairs and maintenance. And I just thought whether we could start by just considering some of the main problems that you felt social landlords were facing in order for them to use a solution like yours. Well, I think there's been a perennial challenge, which is how do you get productive productivity from your team? so that you don't have people sitting around or people passing each other other in the street. And there's always higher demand coming from from residents in order to meet expectations. And growing over the years, of course, the focus has been around customer satisfaction and how do you get the most from your field force? And really, this technology is all about that. And in combination with the VoiceScape capability to collect positive confirmation that a resident is going to be available for a visit it's it's a really strong combination but so historically it's been about productivity always been there and for that you need to plan your team most effectively to uh, respond to both reactive calls but also plan best your compliance calls but that's that pressure is really increasing at the moment and uh, that comes down to the skills uh, shortage the ability to retain staff when in they're working particularly the artisan trades we're seeing they are very much in demand in the construction industry which is booming so we're seeing our customers really challenged with how do you how do you keep how do you keep these people working for you how do you give them a work-life balance which makes it attractive to stay with you as a business and um, we are seeing the use of technology as being quite important in that process and uh, if i was to give you an example um the concept of key to key workday. So rather than uh, your day begins when you arrive on your first job and it finishes when you finish your last job, actually we're seeing our, our, some of our um, social landlord customers 
taking the, the, the lead of your day starts when you leave home. So therefore, they're fully responsible for making sure that the overall plan is most effective for their employee. So they can be sure to be home for their tea on time. And that type of work-life balance has become more and more important. I would imagine so. When you talk about, because um, all paths lead to the same thing, I suppose. If if you haven't got a, you've mentioned skills skills shortage. Are you seeing that as now being one of the dominant issues in the in the sector? The, the two key factors at the moment that we're seeing is skill shortage and the cost of materials. So it's all about enabling you to get the most from the, the team that you've got, knowing that you can't just go and hire another five people if five people, if five people leave because it's, it's a real difficulty. And then also making best use of your materials and where are those materials at any one time? Uh, how do you best manage that process? And the key elements to that are around getting the high productivity from your team. So that key to key process of when they leave the home to when they get back, back at the end of the day, achieving the most appointments where they actually complete what they need to do in the most effective way. So maybe that means they have the right materials with them if that's, type, if that's the type of job. But key to this entire process is the ability to, to be confident that the resident will actually be in when you get there. And that really that's where we find we work well with Voicecape because historically we would use maybe a text message which would go to the customer. And that's a good thing as a reminder, but not everybody looks at their phone. And also it doesn't, and they really give them the answer to, well, what do I do if I'm not very happy with this appointment or I know I've got to pop out for 10 minutes? It doesn't really enable that process very well. So what we're finding is that the positive interaction that works with using the Voicecape solutions where, so they're informed, right, we're going to come between 10 and 11 today and please confirm you're going to be in that level of confirmation is really a next level up uh, in terms of confidence and without a technology in place we've we've seen our customers have as much as 30 percent no shows so they can't actually even gain access and that's really massive when you look at your working day because you need to then replan that appointment and um, if we can get that down into the with the really simple figures one two three percent which is what we can with voicecape then the difference is huge well, I mean, as you say, that's still, it's talked about no shows in the sector as, as, as being an expensive problem. You know, everybody has a, a cash sum that they would like to allocate towards the cost of the, you know, did not attend, if you like. Um, but it, like I said, if it's as high as 30%, that could be crippling. Touched on something uh, which was quite interesting there about the, the windows of change, the opportunity to change appointments. And what's your, you know, your experience? Of, customers' expectations these days because we're all we're all getting a million deliveries a day from somewhere and we're getting all kinds of messages telling us when they're going to come. And I know yourself and I had a conversation once we said there is a big difference between parcel delivery and a repair. So I'm I, I, I wondering if you could just expand on that for Jeremy, what you mean it, by that. It, it is interesting because the, the, I think that the the developments that we've seen in, in, in customer expectation has been driven actually out of the parcel sector originally. And for me personally, even, I think it was DPD making that first solution where they would message you and say, we're going to come tomorrow, but tomorrow we will find that time. And now it becomes between 10.29 and, and 11.29. And people start to feel, well, why can't I expect that from my, from my service provider as well? But I think also in, there's a range of activities that takes place with residents. And 
some of those are repairs where the where maybe there's a leaky pipe and that resident's really quite keen on being there and getting that leaky pipe resolved but i know that the 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 aspect that perhaps keeps service managers more awake at night uh, in the social housing sector is the concept of compliance. Um, I was talking to a, a services director just the other day and they were saying, <clears throat> if, if there's ever a fire in one of our properties, the first thing they do is to go online and check, did we do that compliance check? Because if not, then they feel absolutely responsible for the fact that they haven't been out and inspected that equipment and could it be a fault? So the, the reliability of delivering these compliance checks, I think is, is enormous now. So we, we need a tool, which the technology in order to enable that automated process to make sure that you've covered that. Otherwise you'd be again, staying awake at night, worrying, have I, have I achieved it? But, uh, and that, but of course, compliance checks is just one element of, uh, of your field force activity. And, and so are repairs as well. And, and this type of technology is equally applicable across all the range of visits that you might do to a, a client home. Okay. When you came into the social housing market, what did you find as the issues with the traditional approaches, scheduling approaches? You know, what what were the good, the bad, and the ugly when you turned up? What did you think? What was going uh, yeah. on? So I've been uh, worked in the, uh, the the field force scheduling marketplace for over twenty years, and it's very interesting to see how it's evolved. And initially, it was only really for very large organisations that could afford it and uh, in a comprehensive way. And that used to be the market we'd all focus on. But over time, uh, the technologies have become quicker to implement, which has made the starting point for a, a customer uh, entry much easier. And also the, the advent of cloud services means that the customer doesn't have to invest in the technology uh, infrastructure to support it. And we can deliver these solutions to much, to, to much more varied set of customers. FLS as an organization, we, we've worked in the, the housing market for a number of years. We have over half a million properties on a daily basis being maintained using uh, our scheduling technology. So it's a field we know very well. Um, but in the UK, we only really started to, to work within this sector uh, about three years ago. And we saw, we saw an opportunity because there was a, a provider who was quite successful in the market but over the years had perhaps fallen behind where other technologies have progressed. And what we did is to take our experience working in other sectors and, and take a look at this and could see the opportunity. And some of the things that people I think were suffering from were that really what's, what is the number one challenge in scheduling? It's confidence in, in how the solution, solution is making its decisions. And if a operative questions, why am I driving past Bob's house as part of my route? And they ask a scheduler and they can't explain it, then everybody's going to lose confidence and you end up fixing the jobs. And I think yeah. the technology that was being used in the marketplace, that was the case. There were people weren't having confidence that was making the right decisions, sometimes for the right reason, because it wasn't taking into account the accuracy that you need in terms of road scheduling. So it's not good enough to say, an A road driving into London is an A road, and regardless of the time of the day, we make it 45 miles per hour. That's just ludicrous. And, and our very first customer, in fact, in the UK, in the social housing sector was uh, Axis uh, Europe, who were suffering exactly that with the technology they had, where that level of, uh, of, of assumption was, because it was so inaccurate, it, it led to too many changes that needed to be made in order to make sure you met your customer commitment. 
So yeah, it sounds it sounds like a potential downward spiral, David, doesn't it? You know, as you say, if you get lack of confidence in one part leads to lack of confidence in another. In the end, you might as well not have a system at all because you're starting from scratch. Exactly. So key to any successful scheduling solution is its ability to convey confidence to the operative and to the scheduler that the solution is giving you an accurate plan. And if they aren't able to understand that plan, then they're going to override it. It's a natural thing. So it's important that the technology can can show you this is the reason why it's made that decision. And if you were to override it, this would be your impact. And therefore, everybody builds confidence in that schedule and the automation can take place. And it's important that that automation takes place with speed. So if you can't wait for five minutes for it to go off and make another decision. It needs to consider all of the resources at the time. And in a split second, calculate, okay, based on what's just happened now in the, in the field, the new plan now involves different people doing different jobs. Okay, so what is it about the FLS system that helps to address the challenges you've identified in social landlords? So key aspects of a solution are, first of all, we can implement this technology in a fraction of the time that it's typically required for scheduling technology in the past. And that gives us agility. And it means also that a range of, uh, of housing associations can take advantage of this technology, not just the very largest. We've also got most, probably the most important factor, I would say, is the accuracy of the routing that we, put, that we calculate is based on time of day travel. So we know for every road segment in the UK, and there's about 7 million, we know the actual average driving time on that piece of road at that time of day. So when we're calculating a route into London for a a, a 9.30 appointment, which is right through rush hour, we're taking that into account and giving a plan which the operative can feel he can meet rather than kidding ourselves that that's just a 10 minute journey, which which it may well be at 11 o'clock in the morning. And if you don't have that level of accuracy in your routing, then that means that the everybody questions the, the validity of the plan. And you start the day off with meeting your appointment and that then flows through and everybody's disappointed. And the whole purpose of this technology after all is both productivity um, to enable you and, and to enable you to achieve good customer satisfaction. And that means making a promise and keeping that promise. Okay. It strikes me that there's potentially a balance to be had there as well, Jeremy, isn't it? I mean, how fluid can it be? I'm, I'm assuming, take what you're saying, we need some flexibility, but is there a point where you've got to sort of find a balance in the middle? I'm just thinking in terms of if we've got a scenario where we're scheduling tomorrow, we've got a whole pile of things for tomorrow, um, how flexible can the scheduling be in terms of major events, roadworks, et cetera? Is it, is there a point at which you have to stick to an original plan or I'm just I'm just trying to get a feel for it? How dynamic is it? Okay, so as that's really a decision for the um for the for the housing provider because as a te- you have to be as as multiple elements to this. So there's culturally, there's the concept of the the operative likes to know what he's doing next. It's just a straight fact. And uh, in fact, an operative would like to know what he's doing for the rest of the day because that makes his, his planning easier in his head or her, or her head, of course. And, but the, the challenge is that how do, you make, how do you get a balance between that desire to have a, what I would call a sticky schedule 
with the requirements of the business, which is to meet the commitments that you've made and perhaps react to something which is maybe uh, really quite important that you do it. So, is it the, so the technology assists you in this process and you can choose how sticky you want that appointment to be. So if you've made a, a commitment to someone, I'm gonna to go tomorrow afternoon, how important is it to do that, keep that appointment versus another objective that may come along? And within our technology, we have a concept of values so we would put a relative value to one appointment versus another, and the solution will work it out for you. And um, you can very easily understand why it's made that decision by looking at those values. And values come into both what's the value of doing this task, but also what's the cost of achieving it as well. So the, the algorithms very cleverly work this out in, uh, in a split second across all of your workforce. Something you mentioned a little bit earlier, which I'm... I'm sure in previous conversations you told me the FLS system can help with. We talked about productivity and managing that resource. Is there? A, I'm assuming there's an element of performance management within your system that sort of helps with that, that challenge. Yes. So you, you are always going to get a, a mix of resources within your team. So it's important for you to understand over time because it's very difficult to say that this this type of appointment should take me 15 minutes because you, you need to yes you need to plan how long to allow for each appointment with some variability to it but it's very difficult to say but just because today bob did this appointment in 15 minutes and someone else did it in 18 minutes it's very difficult for you to assume but that means bob's doing a better job because there's more to this there's also about first time fix and there's also about the variance of tasks but over time you can start to get a reasonable measure. And it's about, of course, determining who are your top 20% and who are your bottom 20% and how to re-educate those, those people at the bottom end in order to, to become part of a, the higher quadrille. I suppose there's a, something that we talked about, I mentioned earlier in the introduction about the fact that you, you're from out of sector. I appreciate you're in this sector, but social housing loves providers who've got credentials from other sectors. And obviously FLS has got a lot of that. Just out of interest, what would you see as your optimal client size? Because social landlords range from sort of 500 to almost 500,000. You know, there's such a variation in size of social landlords. Just curious as to where you see the sweet spot really for FLS. Well, it's very interesting because you, you just measured that there are a number of properties, but of course, each social housing provider has a different approach to, to the work they do in the field. So some might be outsourcing some to a contractor. So we're working with those contractors as well, such as Axis and uh, T Brown, uh, who are using our solution and others to follow shortly. But some have got a DLO. And if they've got a DLO, uh, then we're, we're just talking about the, the repairs people and compliance people. We would look for typically for a field force of maybe 75 plus, but we do have customers who've got, who have got less and um, really, our largest customers got 4,000. So, um, so we've got the scale and, and they've each faced with the same challenges, but just in a different magnitude. Okay. And, when you, and just for clarification, John, when you say field force, mm -hmm. we, we talked, touched on it early on in the conversation. It's not just compliance. It's not just repairs. How flexible, when you say field force, what do you mean by that? So for us, it's about somebody that's, that's able to be centrally managed and appointments are being booked in the field. So anybody across the business really, whether it be rent, rents, uh, arrears, or so either, either with an appointment or they've got a planned section of work. So you need to go and visit all of these properties. How do I do that in the most efficient way? 
and across a team of people. So uh, you wouldn't, if, you, if you're an individual booking your own appointments, then you don't need a technology like ours. But if you've got a centralized team who's planning appointments for, for maybe 15 people in a department, then yes, absolutely. The sort of returns that we would see are typically between uh, 30 and 50% reduction in how much travel time is involved in order to perform the work. But also it's about how do you achieve tasks sooner? Uh, often when you're being asked for a repair or, or whatever type of visit, you want to attend as soon as you can. And we have customers like HomeServe who have reported they're attending now 25% sooner than they were before. So these are these the combination of both cost reduction, uh, increased productivity and utilization, and actually attending sooner are all a great combination. Why now more than ever, you think scheduling solutions are critical to social landlords? So it's interesting you ask that question, John, because in the last six months or more, we've seen a real big impact of the pandemic. And that impact has been that the construction industry is booming. And in particular, that has meant a big draw on the artisan trades. They, they can see opportunity to earn more money elsewhere. And retaining the, the, that staff is now become really important because the concept that you can just go and retrain or train some whole, a whole new bevy of uh, of of employees is just not there and therefore the retention is important and also the productivity so how do i get the most from the field force that i've got but at the same time give them the the, the desire to stay with us and what we've seen is so productivity is really important how do you uh, attend as many appointments as you, as you can how do you close down as many appointments as you can so it's not just about turning up um, how do you get the materials that you're going to need in the right place at the right time? Because they're also uh, in short supply and expensive, so you can't just leave those hanging around. And how do you increase the utilization? Because although productivity is one thing, so the concept that you're you're constantly uh, moving your your staff around to the right job, but actually, if you look across your whole business, you'll probably find you've got even in a in a in a really busy team, you've got 10, 15, 20 percent of their time is not being used by anything. And that's because in this area over there at the business, you're really busy, but in this area, you can't attend any appointments for whatever reason. So the concept now of a scheduling technology, which takes into account all those elements and almost like a domino effect, uh, rather than being really busy over here and not busy over there, it balances that out across the whole business and is able to then react to changes during the day is really important. So the, the challenge we're seeing is how do, how do you give provide a work environment for your team which makes it more attractive than money? Because money isn't everything. It's also about the work-life balance. And in particular, we've seen due to the pandemic, people have got used to the concept of maybe even working from home, but probably most importantly is to know when they're going to get home. And so with the use of technology, we've seen people use a technique called key-to-key -key uh, resource planning. So from the their day starts to the, the moment they leave their door and it finishes the, the moment they arrive back in their door, rather than you drive the first 45 minutes or maybe it's 15 minutes or maybe it's an hour to your first task. And then you, and likewise at the end of the day. And scheduling technology is really important to that in order to enable that entire process. And, but in order to be productive in the field, what's important is to make sure that you, your time is spent most effectively when you're there. So the right skills, 
but also make sure you turn up and the customers, the resident is going to be in. So that whole process around how do we remind the customer when we're going to be there is important. And with scheduling, often the, the, the most cost-effective way for the landlord is to book a whole day appointment. So we will be there on Thursday, although our technology would allow you to say, I'll be there at 10 a.m. on Thursday. That doesn't give you flexibility when there's other tasks coming along. So we need to plan the day ahead. And then as the day unfolds, we can inform the customer, the resident, that we're going to arrive within a much shorter window. And we now, when we're planning that, we want to make sure that they're in. So we, the process now, it's become quite regularly used in the industry is the concept of messaging the customer to say, hey, we're going to be now, we're now going to be there between 10.28 and 11.28. But what we find the most effective way is to get positive confirmation from the customer. So when we send the message, we want to know, yes, a confirmation, I'm going to be in. And that in itself makes a big difference. And the way to do that is using voice. So that's where we partner with VoiceGate. Fantastic. Sounds to me like you're all about getting the right resource at the right place at the right time. Yeah? That's always been the case and it still always will be. It was good to speak to Jeremy today. And it strikes me that now more than ever, in a time of financial hardship, it's absolutely imperative to extract all the value we can from the resources available to us. And it sounds like FLS can definitely help in that respect.